0: All right, Maggie boy, time for you to make your final move.
1: I summon
0: Exodia
1: in attack mode.
0: That's not how that works. But oh, ho,
1: ho, ho, traveler, you <laughs> acted. Yeah, too bad. Deal with it. I have Exodia now. I've got it's all. i got a, all the bits, all it's the pieces. Such a weak
0: card. It's only got a thousand attack. It doesn't matter. You've activated my trap card. That's right. Oh no! It's
2: fun fiction.
0: <laughs> welcome to fun fiction the show where two idiots fuck shit up for an hour i'm your host and i believe in the
1: heart of the cards, scotty moore and I place Megan Danger in defense mode and end my turn.
0: Oh, that's good. All right. Well, well. firstly, you don't tell me what you summon. in Defense, you, you summon face down.
1: You, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this, this episode is going to be a reverse of last week's episode in that I don't know a fucking thing about you you, you you this is you this is your episode to lead and me to sit here and occasionally go dra- dragons. Dragons, <laughs> dragons, <laughs> you dragons dragons <you. laughs>
0: dragons no, there was like a meme that went around recently, and oh yeah, it was um. Times Jaden, who was on Yu-Gi-Oh GX, I believe, which I did not watch.
1: Oh, thank God. I, I was I was worried. I'm like, how many... Are we going to have to talk about, like, the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh Ex- like M- oh, extended cinematic universe?
0: <laughs> absolutely not. Like, we may get into it a little bit when I talk about the card game from what those shows brought to the table as far as affecting the card game, but... All I want to talk about with this are the beautiful examples of the way Jaden broke the rules. Because when you look at what Yugi did... Like, I think one time Kaiba summoned Blue Eyes without sacrificing anything, which is obviously not the... You must sacrifice two monsters to do that. Um,
1: Obviously. (laughs) And then
0: um, summoning in defense position was one of the ways Jaden broke the rules, because they must be uh, summoned face down. However, I do enjoy this dichotomy of number 10, misusing super polymerization. Nine, using Sabatiel, which is, I believe, a banned card. Number eight, summoning in defense position. Number seven, putting his opponents into comas, which is infamously against the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it's fr- frowned upon. Uh number 5, well he drew on his first turn, which you're not supposed to really do. He uh he overstuffs his deck. He plays banned cards. Oh, and then the number one way he broke the rules, committing mass genocide. <laughs> you know that thing that it's in every <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh handbook, do not yeah. commit genocide
1: mid-duel. When when you go to your your local uh card shop, And you go to, uh, you know, play the other little kids in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. That's that's the first thing. Like, all right, check your deck for the banned cards. You know, these are the rules. Don't commit mass genocide.
0: Never do a big old genocide. You don't know. Tim, Tim, we
1: fucking talked about this. (laughs) Do you
0: remember (laughs) what happened last time, Tim? You played Blue Eyes and then you committed a mass (laughs) genocide on everyone here.
1: Nobody already wants to play magic with you anymore.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I think when we talked Dragon Ball, that was kind of your... Was that
1: your gateway anime, kind of? Yeah, no, that was absolutely my gateway anime.
0: Yeah, this was mine. This was 110% my gateway anime because it's so fucking clever. Like, there's still shit to this day from Yu-Gi-Oh! that i will remember and use and shit like um there was an episode where yugi was dueling an evil clown man and of course it's taking place inside of a circus tent but both of them get locked in by like their haunches and there are blades spinning at their waists and every time they lose um how life points the blades get closer to doing a big old cut through the center and i was like that's awesome, I'm gonna use that later, and I did somewhere, I can't remember when, Um, then I loved the episodes where Yugi had to kind of just go meta and not worry about... Because, like, Duel Monsters is both the most complicated and simple game of all time. Because at its base, it's you have trap cards that you use to trap your opponent, you have spell cards that have effects, and then you have monsters, and then those monsters fight. But the meta game is fucking insane. There, I we used to have people who went really hard in the meta, so hard in fact that we banned them from playing. We were like, "We're not playing with you anymore because this isn't fun." But like, there was an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh where um, it was the one where he got Slifer the Sky Dragon, one of the Egyptian god cards, and his opponent. I feel, okay, I feel
1: like I feel. <sighs> like just hearing the phrase Slifer the sky dragon <laughs> like return like i i i looked out oh hey uh, i'm a virgin again just oh holy <laughs> shit i got my virginity back it j- it just happened guys <laughs> oh it's it's going to happen
0: even further as i have to explain this to you in fact everyone listening will become virgins again as they hear me discuss this so Slifer's special ability is that his attack and defense reflect how many cards you have in your hand. So you, if you have three cards, he has 3,000 attack and defense, so very little cards, and he already can beat a Blue-Eyes White Dragon. Well, this guy, who Yugi was fighting, had a card that would allow him to draw infinite. He could draw as many cards as he want, because usually you can only draw seven, you see, <laughs> and he there's there's just so much shit going on but it, uh, eventually it just resulted in yugi cannot attack anything yugi cannot do anything it's oh it's over for him and at that point i said well there's no way out of this oh wait a minute there is he just made him draw his whole deck and that meant he lost <laughs> the most basic bitch way of a, he just outweighted him in this game so, this is a great way to start the comedy podcast, Fun Fiction, is just by talking about cool techniques Yugi used to defeat his opponents.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I stopped listening at... So, Slifer's attack and defense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, what is your... Because you told me you've seen a little, a little bit of, of it. Did you not, like, watch? even watch the Abridged series? Because that shit's iconic.
1: So, my brother... So, you and my brother are the same age. And so, yeah, he went just as hard for Yu-Gi-Oh! as you. Um, And he did, in fact, because um, we didn't really, like, the the card shop that was closest to us, it was by uh, where he went to, like, middle school, but that was not, like, super close to, like, our house at all. So it was, like, a big production if he wanted to actually, like, go there and play with people. So for the most part, I was the only one that he could play with, so... He would routinely like, like, Meg, Meg, sit down. We're gonna play dual monsters. We're gonna play dual monsters. Yeah. Jared, I don't fucking know how to play. No, I'm gonna teach you. It's gonna be great. He'd try to explain to me. I, I don't fucking care. No, here, this is your, you're gonna play for my dad. I don't fucking, Jared, no. We're gonna watch the <laughs> anime together. Yeah, all right, fine. I guess I'll do that. That's, that's way less work. So I've watched through, like, I remember the Duelist Kingdom arc. Yeah. I know I watched a bit past that, because I remember- I guess- I think I watched through Battle City? I, I know bits and
0: pieces. The, Battle City's my favorite arc, because it introduced my favorite piece of tech in all of anime, which is just a fucking- a, a, a playing card field that you wear on your wrist,
2: and they <laughs> call it a
0: dual disc, and God, to this day- i had one when i was a kid they made like toy versions but i don't know i think i broke mine i'm currently now by the way googling to see how oh my god
1: <laughs>
0: would you like to guess a price on how much a dual disc is uh 80 bucks chief uh it's a good old six joe on <laughs> ebay <laughs> so eBay is not fucking around with this.
1: Oh man, fuck that. Eat a dick, man. Um but yeah, no. Like so I don't I don't remember a lot of the shit in between there. Like D- Duelist Kingdoms really the only one that like stuck in the old brain to to any any degree. Well, that um, one's, that one's
0: built better. Like I like Battle City more because that's when they started to get into clever shit, which I mean is my bag 110%. Duelist Kingdom is full on, just like a story being told. It is my grandpa's soul is trapped in a television <laughs> or something. It sure is, <laughs> because a possible gay <laughs> magician who loves cartoons, who loves uh, cartoons,
1: and and started this this uh, card card game company. Uh, what, no, no, what no. Ma-
0: Kaiba, Kaiba started. Kaiba owns Yu-Gi-Oh, which really makes it weird when Kaiba's part of the tournament. <laughs> like, I own the game; I can change the rules more than likely.
1: Right. So he owns the game, but like Pegasus made the game t- t- to make like that it could kill you. I think
0: I, 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 I know I know a lot about Yu-Gi-Oh, but dog, it's very, it's a very confusing. <laughs>
1: show it really so is cons- the, the, the things that i remember the most about it um is that it's kind of horny and that uh they really put a lot of effort into being like this is a game for children but we really want to make it so that it can murder you we want to make the stakes of this game what we play with the paper cards very very high so well, it can it's kill not- you
0: four kids made sure to let everyone know they're not dead they're being banished <laughs> yes, to, to the, the shadow, shadow
1: realm, realm. <laughs> that's um, that like my brother's favorite thing when he got older was learning about that the shadow realm was a complete fabrication by your friends in mind the anime sanitation people for kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, oh wait oh fuck i found one on ebay for 31 bucks but the the shipping is $35. What the hell?
1: Oh, yeah, well, that's eBay for you, baby.
0: eBay, baby. Um, Yeah, no, like, season one, it's the clearest story there really is. Season two is when it starts delving into Egyptian pharaohs and what all of the Millennium items really mean, and also the Egyptian god cards, and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with those i don't even remember what i i know it's a tournament like i know it's a city-wide tournament and that's why they had the dual discs was because in um in duelist kingdom they had to go to these like massive platforms that would simulate the battle in front of you because otherwise you the the anime would be watching people set down cards yep Uh um and then in Battle City they brought the dual disc in so that way anywhere you could go you could just yeed out a projector and it would show your monster up there which i thought was really really cool but yeah no one season 1 was um a lot clearer of a concept it was just this boy got an old man in him he's got an old man in his (laughs) necklace that likes to hang out with him every once in a while he's
1: just a little boy with a man inside with a grown man inside him yes He's Um, he's just got this big man inside him sometimes and this big man is just him it's just yugi but tall just but tall with a real with a real deep voice and presumably also a big man penis one, well, fake think, no, don't bring up you, yami's
0: big 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 dickus i don't <laughs> think that's what he looked like like oh well, hold on let me it make sure what
1: he looked like except except also in the he's more brown in the past i've been oh on the my wiki God. i've been on that wiki <laughs> um i learned things on that wiki scotty things that i'm i'm just itching to share God, he looks so much. Yeah, you're right. He looks exactly like Yugi. He looks just Is he related to him? I don't know. I didn't look. You know what? I I've been I, I've been wiki and I ain't been wikiing that much. I, I put effort in. I didn't put that much effort in.
0: Is Yami related to Yugi? Well, oh, Cuz okay. his name
1: isn't even Yami. It's Yami Yugi just means dark Yugi apparently cuz his name's like Amit Akid Ahmed, Aked, Ahmed. No, it's not Achmed, It's Jesus. Ah- it,
0: it's Jesus Christ. No, it's Atem. Atem. Um, it. <laughs> apparently, according to this person on Quora, which, take that with a fucking grain of salt, they're not the same person. Yugi is a far, far, far descendant of Atem. So they are related, if nothing else. I kind of am curious to look at that old family tree, though. To see how it didn't get distilled down enough to make him look anything other than slightly whiter,
1: <laughs> and I know uh, I know that Merrick shows up eventually because I do I do remember a bit of Yu Gi Oh Abridged just because the them's were the memes. Those were good. I really
0: I actually. I think I'll put them on solid, even footing between it and DBZ Abridged. They're both very, very good. But yeah, Merrick, Bakura, they're both just kind of tumbler bait sexy boys <laughs> more than anything else. The especially only- Bakura.
1: <laughs> the only thing I remember about Bakura is that when he was normal, he had this little anime, like, Moe baby face. And then when yeah. he was evil, Bakura was just like... it's like hello i i remember because i remember the voice it's the the fucking voice acting the dub and the voice i was like hello friends it's me your pal bakora hello there yugi i see your millennium item
2: oh it's me bakora
1: i'm gonna are your necklace.
0: I've never been more upset that this is not a filmed medium because <laughs> your face when you become Yami Bakura is horrifying in the best way. <laughs> yeah, it's me, I'm Bakura. Well,
1: because that's what happens. Like his mouth becomes inverted. <laughs>
0: He's got that V evil anime smile where it just looks like a little V. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, um, if we do want to talk about the card game at all, I won't discuss the in-depth shit, but I played it as a kid, and all I remember is two stories. One, I used to play at Books A Million because that's where every kid played Yu-Gi-Oh! And i did make up a rule that if you lost you had to give me one of your cards and one time i played a card that allowed me to take their card and put it on my side of the field and after we were done i just kept it i just so called kept this kid's shit
1: i'm sure people loved you
0: Well, I was an eight-year-old, so fuck you. That's
1: what I mean. I'm sure the other fucking eight-year-old hated your guts.
0: (laughs) Well, also, I had a- a, in kindergarten, I brought my Pokemon cards to school, and one of our coaches took all of them away from me, so after that, I just kind of became like, no one will take anything from me ever again, and I will take from everyone else. (laughs) I must return what has happened to me.
1: Your villain origin story.
0: Um oh no no no. Okay, so like if that's the beginning of the of the heel turn of me playing Yu-Gi-Oh, here's the big moment. This is the stone cold Steve Austin striking the rock with a steel chair moment. Um I'm I so also m- m- much like your little brother, we we're, were seeking people to play with that I knew and wouldn't get mad at me for stealing their shit. And one of them was my little cousin, Kaylee, who now is so much smarter than me and like a doctor and shit. So, you know, she turned out well. <laughs> so don't let this taint what you think about what's happened to her. But okay. I was I was playing, playing it with her for a while, and then one year for Christmas, I decided to give her my winged dragon of raw, because it was... My least favorite Egyptian god card. It really is the shittiest one. Slifer is like a cool long Psst. dragon. Obelisk is just a thick boy. And Psst. then it's just like, I'm a chicken. I am golden chicken. <laughs> In fact, that is my favorite bit from the uh, Yu Gi Oh! Abridged movie. It's when he's like, I summon Slifer the Sky Dragon. Obelisk, the tormentor, and ultra mega chicken, and then he edited in from Aquatine chicken rice, rice chicken, chicken rice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I gave her that on Christmas, and two seconds after I gave it to her, mentally I went, "Well, now I don't have a full set of God cards. This is kind of bullshit." Oh God! Hey, Kaylee, you want to duel me? For your winged dragon of raw? I won't even use my good deck. That's a fucking lie. I did. Oh
1: my god.
0: (laughs) I thoroughly trounced her within less than five turns, ripped back the winged dragon of raw, and she did spend the rest of Christmas sobbing. So I may have made an oopsie that year. I may have made a little oopsie.
1: You monster. I mean... Yeah, I was
0: a little goblin, and then when Mm -hmm. I grew up, for some reason, all my friends in my friend group in Oxford decided to really get into Yu-Gi-Oh!, and we, like, I would go to their house, I didn't play, I didn't have a deck, and so I, I just kinda had to sit around and watch them, until eventually I would find something to pull them away, and then one day I said, fuck it, I'll get into it, so like... I, a 22-year-old adult man, were going to stores just ripping Yu-Gi-Oh shit off the shelf and producing decks with them, and I did become the Dragon Master. I had a blue-eyes-white dragon deck, I had a red-eyes-black dragon deck, which is the most ridiculous (laughs) shit of all time. What's the opposite of the blue-eyes-white dragon? Red-eyes, black dragon, I guess. You're brilliant, Jameson! (laughs) Give him a raise! (laughs) Uh, And then I had one that was based around... I think its it's name was literally like the five-headed dragon, which was a dragon with five heads that you had to sacrifice five dragons to create because Yu-Gi-Oh! is a dumb game for babies. And all this was good until I competed in the one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament I was ever in. I got in first round... And I battled against a guy whose entire deck was based around taking down dragon-type decks. I'm
1: like, how did you know? <laughs> how did you fucking know, you coward? Clocked your ass.
0: Yeah, I got wrecked real quick, and then I said, you know what, I think I'll be good. I'll be good for right now. But yeah, I still really enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! I just don't like have a lot of people to play with. At this point, because like all the Oxford people have kind of gotten over it, and now I just kind of sit back with my decks. You staring should play. At you should them. play
1: with my brother because he still plays. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. We'll set up a Yu Gi Oh Discord where we just all play Yu Gi Oh all the Seriously. time. Seriously, when I told him that this is what I was doing tonight, he was like, "Yu Gi Oh." You know, I still play that from time to time, but don't tell people because you know I also have sex. <laughs> Not only am I telling people, um, I found, while while you were telling the story about how you, as a 22-year-old, uh, had a deck of dragons and then, you know, got your ass handed to you by presumably another adult in a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament, um, I, I found, so not only did, did we play the Yu-Gi-Oh! games, uh, he did also have <laughs> a CD of, you know song music to duel by oh no okay i thought you were gonna would say absolutely put it on for ambiance <laughs> when he'd be yes! like, all right megan let's let's do it it's time to duel and i would li- have to listen to shit like this let's see what was that what was the one that i saw the ones that he liked to put on was not like it's time to duel Oh, what is this? Wow, this is chunky as hell. That's a chunky,
0: that's a chunky wob you've that got is there. Chunky. <laughs> it's just the best anime butt rock of all time. <laughs> oh,
1: it's all—it's only the most butt rock of anime. I thought you were gonna
0: say like the Egyptian,
1: like oh, it started no,
0: with. No, oh no.
1: That's- Come on, only the most, like, Sonic Adventure battle of anime <laughs> music. Hey, I just want to hear because he's going to say it. it just was... So tough. See, I even remember the lyrics, because I had to listen to it so much.
0: Oh my god. Here so we go. is- he's
1: going to say it. Say back watching you Because now I'm back. Oh my god! god. <laughs> fucking worse. And then this one. This one, this fucking god well,
0: while you're finding the next one I do have to say this is the brother behind best day isn't it oh
1: yeah this is best day
0: so without the influence of this music we wouldn't have a theme song no nope. this is
1: what brought it brought it to the table this terrifying number right here
2: <laughs> At my invitation you come to for the honor of suffering Is that Pegasus?
0: Oh, yeah, that's Pegasus, baby. Pegasus just has his own jam like he's John Cena singing his entrance music. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, that's not the beat. Pegasus would have like a full-on... Lula Borg, like German techno pop. Oh chorus. yeah! Like
1: it would be, it would be so much more extra than this. But he would never let him go, like full day I just yeah. gotta let it. yo, okay, here we go. Gotta get to the chorus. The chorus is so good. The chorus is so choice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate it. I hate this so
1: much. <laughs> and you call yourself a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, and you didn't know about face up, face down? <laughs> <laughs> no, for
0: for Maximilian, she'd be like, "I know you see me. Dun, 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 dun. I know you want me." Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, let's be real, face Pegasus up. would
1: just he would just duel to Toxic by by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> that is so
0: true. <laughs> But but instead of it being Britney, it would be him singing it while he's doodling.
1: Yes. Um, now, this leads me to a very, very important question. Yes. Do you know how old Pegasus is?
0: No, okay, because earlier you said you found out a crucial piece of information, and I assume this is it. But I, I thought it was going to—if it was revolving around Pegasus, it was going to be around the fact that in this children's television show, made for babies, that at the end of duelist Kingdom, they have to rip a whole-ass man's eye out. They have to just <laughs> full-on, boop, and then no, take they, it yeah,
1: out. No, they, they do pop out his whole fucking eye, which—no, I— I knew that. No, this this fucked me up way more.
0: <laughs> okay, um well he's got some gray hair. Sixty? No! Um I don't want to guess ancient because then at that point I would just say he's like an eternal. But like 89 also <laughs> seems off. How how old is the is the Maximilian?
1: Twenty-four! What?
0: what (laughs) but I thought there was like a flashback to him as a child or or not as a child but like as an adventurer and I found the millennium eye in like an old desert or some shit did he just buy what I'm broken now what Mm -hmm. the fuck Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, shoddy placed the eye into Maximilian Pegasus at what age? At when? At how? He's he had a lover he had a (laughs) wife he sure did he lived a full life before this (laughs) I'm
1: ruined by this
0: oh wait a minute that's right I forgot about this The fact that, uh, yeah, he had a girlfriend as, like, a little baby, and then apparently they got married at the age of, like, 17, and then Cecilia died, Yeah, and then, what
1: the fuck? He's 24, I guess he just went gray, real, well, he's gray when he's a little kid, so yeah, no, he's 24, he's younger than you this is fucking oh wow i forgot
0: about the fact that kaiba man was a thing that seto kaiba the ultimate egotist and and scotty moore is scotty moore's favorite character made a made a duel monster that's just him in a helmet
1: now i'm not done yet i'm not done yet because also like so we know, like, 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 I knew that the 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 main that the main characters are teens, like, because I know that even though Yugi looks like a little baby, that he's like a teenager.
0: A little baby with fucked up hair that he <laughs> has to take hours to style in the morning,
1: just hours and hours. And so I was like, yeah, they're like fifteen or something, right? But like, they're eighteen canonically, which I did not realize. Yeah, I
0: was trying to find Kaiba's age because Kaiba is like- also eighteen. Yeah, yeah, but he's also like the the Lord of Kaiba Corp.
1: Well, that's because he inherited it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because remember that they, they got he he got a businessman to adopt him by beating him at chess. I remember that.
0: <laughs> that's some good shit. I because um... it's
1: buck wild and hilarious. So so all those times where you think that uh, Pegasus is being a disgusting old pervert man. By being like, ooh, Kaiba boy, Yugi boy. Like, that's a 24-year-old flirting with an 18-year-old.
0: Yeah. Which, (laughs) I don't...
1: I think... Is that worse or better? I don't know. I I don't (laughs) know. But that's a completely different context than what you assume it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, I do love that I'm on the Yu-Gi-Oh! fandom website. And... kaiba's age is not listed however i do know that his blood type is a because apparently that's important in japan that relates to personality based things but what i much prefer instead is the fact that we have birth height weight gender blood type and then his favorite food which is filet mignon with foie gras sauce and his (laughs) least favorite food which is odin i don't even know if i'm pronouncing that right
1: um, I mean, I googled because I was curious, and I googled how old is Kaiba in season one, and I got 18, just like the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I just, that mentally destroyed me. I just keep remembering
0: fucked up shit from the anime. Like, you remember that time Kaiba won a duel because he threatened to kill himself if Yugi didn't let him do it?
1: Yup! You're fucking Buck Wild. Well, apparently, in the I don't see. This is one of the weird fucking things. So apparently, in the original Japanese version, what it was was that if Yugi went through with whatever move he was gonna do, or like if Yami Yugi went through with it, like the the vibrations, the aftershocks, or whatever, would have based on where Kaiba was standing, like the way when he put himself on the edge there. Yeah, yeah. Would have sent him over. So like Yugi would have murdered him. Um and so that was kind of his thing is being like, if you do this, you'll murder me, neener, neener, neener. And Yugi yeah. was like, Yami, don't do it. I don't want to commit no murders. And Yami was like, I do what I fucking want. I don't give a shit, but that's why he didn't do it. So I guess four kids decided, like, No, I guess if Kaiba says, If you do this, I will commit suicide, that's better.
0: <laughs> I once again, it's it's a lot like a twenty four year old hitting on an eighteen year old. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know where it's at. Yeah, four kids did. I think of all the animes, four kids did Yu Gi Oh the most dirty out of all of
1: I them. I don't know, no, mm, I don't know about that. Four kids did Digimon. Four kids did Digimon. Oh uh, yeah, extremely dirty. <laughs>
0: I would love to do a Digimon episode, except for the fact that I remember not shit about Digimon, with the exception of that fucking movie. That movie that's three movies put together and has Smash Mouth at the end
1: of that it. That movie is a crime. That, the, the the English uh, American, West like Americanization of that movie is a hate crime.
0: Yeah, because the opening is like... Well, now there's a giant Agumon walking around the streets of New York City or wherever for no apparent reason. Oh, wait a minute, now we're on a completely different storyline. Oh, wait a minute, now children from around the world are going into <laughs> cyberspace to help us defeat a bad guy. I will say it did introduce my favorite um, Digimon, though, which was, like, Big Golden Boy. Can't remember what his name is, but it's it goes from Agumon into that blue fuck into
1: bl- golden blue fuck. It's just real good. Digimon Evolution's fucking insane.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, 110%. Like, but, yeah, apparently there was a season zero of Yu-Gi-Oh that was so violent they refused to make an Americanized version. for kids did.
1: Well, because there wasn't, yeah, there, there kind of wasn't anything they could do. Because cause Yu-Gi-Oh was the, the king of, yu gi was the king of games. He wasn't just, like, the king of card shit it was all yeah. games and season 0 was like well it's did it, like not just before they started doing cards it was just random games and uh y- yami yami uh, his like way of doing shit was like murder
0: oh yeah well it's that and then also tying into my eventual fan fiction uh, Tristan and Joey were assholes, because they bullied the shit out of him, and then eventually, I guess, through the power of friendship and card games, they became cool after a while. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Piccolo in DBZ, where they're always like, oh, they used to be enemies, and it's like, "I we never really saw that. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like, oh, they used to beat the shit out of me in the streets, but we're not gonna <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> And instead, our bullies of season one are essentially Beavis and Butthead in the form <laughs> of Rex Raptor and Weevil. Uh, God, goodbye to Exodia <laughs> and just yeets the cards off the side.
1: <laughs> so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> I, you fucking Exodia is the best shit of all time because to correct you, you don't play Exodia. It's just if you happen to have all the cards in your hand, you win. That's it! <laughs> it's just like, oh, got the left leg, fuck you, I did it. I did it. And it, like, that's one of those meta things I was talking about. they are meta decks they are entirely based around only having spells that um, let you draw. And just playing spells that let you draw and collecting pieces of Exodia until you win. It's horse shit to play against. <laughs>
1: god whenever i hear just the phrase "meta game," just I, I just it makes my brain curl in on itself it's like my eyes glaze over and it's just like <laughs> the cat the katamari demasi theme starts playing in my head
0: <laughs> i did i never really played meta too much like most of my shit was just get as many of my big scary dragons on the board as soon as possible and let them beat the shit out of my opponent but I guess it's time to get into fanfics and I told you I wrote mine earlier today on a myriad of different um substances and I <laughs> I did have a few <laughs> shitty ideas. Uh my and most like, of them-
1: like 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 Huguel <laughs>
0: Yeah yes. Hugio which Hugio, excuse me. It wasn't about card games, it was about Hugh Grant seducing people. Um no, I had a bunch that were kind of like SNL skits, where it's just like one joke, and that's the bit. It's just one joke through the whole thing. Like, um, like a bit where I play Yu-Gi-Oh in Duel Monsters, and the whole time I'm correcting him. But then I realized, no one wants to hear me explain the rules of Duel Monsters through what? a fan fiction what? And then, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, they're still going. Still going. They are turning red. Oh, no, please. Is the ke- is the kettle ready? The kettle's ready. I think it's what that is. Um and then my secondary one revolved around what if someone wanted to play duel monsters, didn't know how it worked and just pulled a shit ton of random cards. And so like they were playing their mom's credit card. They were playing their driver's <laughs> license. <laughs> But then once again, that's the joke. <laughs>
1: that's the whole thing. You did it.
0: Yeah. So instead, I kinda wanted to go through the concept of like Yu-Gi-Oh! has Joey, Yugi, Kaiba. Those are the three you need to care about. But then there are a myriad of other characters that just kind of fuck off and disappear and have to do secondary storylines. And I wanted to explore what happened during one of those secondary storylines with fucking Tristan. This is last name Taylor. Tristan Taylor, I think that uh, little piece Tr- of shit. Tristan
1: Taylor, or was it Honda? Honda something?
0: Um, it was it was Honda Fit. Was his Honda name?
1: Because I was looking at what their because their like actual names were.
0: Yeah, oh, it's Tristan Taylor. Hiroto Honda was his name in the anime, or in the uh, original version of it. That is it. so
1: unfortunate, because Hiroto Honda, that's, that's a much better name. <laughs> that, na- that name fucks.
0: Let's be honest, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <He> doesn't- <laughs> in my fan fiction, I wrote every fucking anime needs a Yamcha. <laughs> and Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> Tristan is our Yamcha. He's just a boy with a big old spike for
1: hair. And that's really it. And Joey's so, Joey's not a Yamcha. What is who is Joey if he is not Yamcha? I would say Joey's Krillin. Joey's the Krillin okay, yeah, of the affair. Yeah, that's true.
0: And then Yugi and uh Kaiba are of course our Goku and Vegeta respectively. Well of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and so i wanted to explore something that happened to tristan and i'm not talking about in season zero where he was a very violent abusive man i'm not talking about uh the end of the season when all of the friends gather together at duelist kingdom i'm talking about what happened about 10 episodes in when tristan just had a whole new fucking voice for no apparent reason tristan just midway through the uh, season got a new voice actor um which i love in the abridged version he just starts talking like barney the fucking dinosaur and it's for the rest of the series
1: that does sound vaguely familiar yes yeah <laughs> but i th- i was like why did his
0: voice change and also like after his voice changes he becomes a lot more useless like at the beginning of the series, he's feasibly good at card games, and it just gets worse from there. And so, I'm gonna Isn't try this to
1: major cut- character trait that he wants to fuck Joey's sister.
0: Um, I think he just wants to fuck like everybody. He's got a real. He's one of them. He's one of them fuck- fuckers, especially when old my Valentine comes along with them bazoombas.
1: Oh, everybody wants to fuck my mate my, yeah my yeah that's right it's a pun
0: yeah it's my valent she's my valentine so i wanted to compare tristan to yugi because i i wanted to so yugi got his power and his good good game playing abilities a from his grandfather who taught him before he got trapped in a tv and sent to the ding dang shadow realm <laughs> but he also got it From that mystical fucking old man that hangs out in his necklace. (laughs) So I thought, what if Tristan had his own mystical entity who came unto him, but he was darker. He was a dark spirit. And part of me did want to go into Egyptian lore and find a character that would be relevant for this, but I said, nah, fuck it. It's just the devil. It's just Satan himself. So, Joey, Tristan, they're bullies to Yugi, and then, like I said, the power of card games turn him back to their side but the thing is joey is fucking killer at at dual monsters he's amazing at it but tristan's not so the night after like one night after tristan just keeps getting trounced he leaves they're all like what's wrong with tristan joey's like it'll be okay i'm joey wheeler (laughs) don't worry about it yug don't worry about it yug this is a perfectly normal voice to be in japan Um...
1: Why, when he was a young war talk? I love living in Tokyo with my friends.
0: (laughs) Um, and so Tristan goes out onto the streets and eventually falls into a crossroads where he meets the devil himself, and he looks at him, he's like, I just want to be good at the game. I just want to be good at duel monsters. (laughs) The
1: devil went down to Japan. He was looking for monsters to duel.
0: (laughs) So, um... (laughs) So, he, uh, makes a deal with the devil, but, uh, you did do the wrong canon, because in this world, he actually steals his voice. He steals his voice, a la the Little Mermaid, and gives him a new dumb voice, which is what we see at the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh! He's just like, Hey, guys, it's me! But he just, he, he, he's very good at card games, but now he's so dumb-sounding, no one wants to play with him. So it is the ultimate monkey's paw situation that because he sounds like this now, people think he's a dork, even though he's secretly good at the game.
1: Poor unfortunate soul! You <laughs> Poor could unfortunate do. duels. <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Actually, I I decided, like, halfway through the season, what if Tristan finally got fed up with it? Like, he was trying to do... Hey, Weevil, you want to duel? No! I don't duel with people with weird voices. I only duel with people with normal voices like me, Weevil (laughs) Underwood.
1: (laughs) Sha-la-la-la-la-la, don't be shy. You've got to duel the guy.
0: (laughs) And, um, Midway through the season he finally gets fed up with it he gets fed up with everybody refusing to duel with him and so he literally returns back to that card shop where he found the devil outside and um actually if you'll go into the skype chat i have sent you a link to what happens next
1: oh jesus christ oh you did not
0: i'm so fucking mad at you right now by the way (laughs)
2: Tristan went down to the card shop looking for his real voice back. He was in a bind because he couldn't find the devil all dressed in black. When he came across this young man wearing a hoodie and sipping a brew, so Tristan jumped up in front of him and said, Devil, I know it's you you know you took my voice away and now my life is hell but i see you here with a beer give up release the spell now i know you won't agree after all the devil is cruel i'll bet my voice of gold against my soul because devil it's time to duel the devil said wait you're tristan worst player of all time well i'll take your bet you're gonna regret because soon your soul will be mine Tristan, go on, get your deck and shuffle all your cards Cause hell's broke loose and cow to carb, the devil's in your yard But if you win, you get back your voice from the days of old But if you lose, the devil gets your soul
0: Got only the shittiest karaoke
2: track I could Devil won the coin toss and he said, Look, like I'll start. And fire flew from his fingertips as he drew his very first card. He played Karibo, multiply, and thus his army was here. The whole field filled up with fur balls, filling Tristan up with fear. I hate
0: so fucking much. It's the Karibo chorus, baby!
2: Devil finished, Tristan said, well you're pretty good, old son But sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done Activate mountain, then dark hole Taking out the devil's karibo Call of the haunted, brings out ghosts Sacrifice and brings out my old jinzo. Draw your last pathetic card so I can end this game <laughs> My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, either. but it does contain the unstoppable Exodia. <laughs> Impossible! EXODIA! Christ. the devil bowed his head as Tristan began to gloat and the devil returned his voice to inside of Tristan's throat Tristan said devil just come on back if you ever want to get slapped hard I done told you once you son of a bitch you activated a trap <laughs> card cause he activate mountain and dark hole and taking out the devil's curry bow call of the haunted brings out ghosts sacrifice and brings up my old jinzo. what? Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Wahoo>. <laughs> so that's what I I do like there's no good sound effects from a duel that Tristan was involved in, <laughs> so I just threw in the fucking Yugi Kaiba duel.
1: No one wants to listen to me just talk about a bunch of stuff in a in a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. So I'll sing about it. <laughs>
0: I need you to know how much thought process I took into what was happening during the duel itself so it would make sense. To this day, like, to this moment, I'm still mad about me having to put activate mountain, then dark hole. Because dark hole makes sense. He used Karibo, multiplied him, now there's five Karibos on the field- but dark hole just gets rid of all of them that makes sense then he sacri- then he uses call of the haunted which i'm 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 iffy on cuz that's a trap card Sky. that has to be set it's before good. you can use it summons the Karibos back sacrifices them brings out jinzo who attacks but mountain does nothing for jinzo like the only re- it just is because the beginning of it is uh, whatever to the Mountain Run Boys Run, I had to put in mountain because they say mountain. But like, it just doesn't. Uh, I understand. Not only
1: are you a virgin again, your daughter has has somehow like never been born. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my fan
0: fiction. That's what I did.
1: I'm also going to get I'm going to get a sign now. Also, it has been zero days since it has been zero episodes since our last Scotty song. <laughs>
0: i just i remember coming up with the idea of what if tristan sold his voice to the devil to be good at card games and then midway through the season he said no give me my voice back and then i may have gotten a little high and wrote that entire <laughs> song and said should i write what happens before the song no you can improv that on the spot but the song is the star of the show <laughs> so yeah that's um that that's it that that's what i did tristan dueling the devil for his voice back
1: i mean per usual it's a very good song um i mean i'm not gonna lie i am a little bit pleased that i did take the piss out of it a little bit by by guessing at it
0: i was furious that you said it and i was like (laughs) Shut the fuck up No, shut the fuck up Cause I was trying to lead you down the No, it's Little Mermaid I did a Little Mermaid Cause voice And then you're like No, I know what's going on here I know what's going on here You little stinker My favorite part is still the Karibo chorus Because they soar around your head I ran it through an 8D filter So
1: the Karibos are just surrounding your skull It's very good By which I mean it is sonically horrific <laughs> because it's
0: a song with so many like fiddle breaks and i'm like how do i how do i deal with all these fiddle breaks oh i know have the caribos sing it
1: there's a sentence that has probably never been uttered before
0: (laughs) have the have the caribos do the fiddle bit it's okay all right that's what i did this week what did you do
1: what did i do oh no what did oh, I no. do, indeed? In this, this, this is the 2021 man. This is the year. This is the year in which, in which Megan just just tries. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. We're we're going we're going tries with like air quotes because I, I still don't know shit about Yu Gi Oh, and so it's, you know no, it's
0: it's tries asterisk. Look at the bottom of the
1: page asterisk Maybe. <laughs> Tries, you know, more so than maybe in the past. Comparatively. (laughs) Yes. Relatively speaking. So, I know that, clearly, this is something that is very meaningful to you. Yu-Gi-Oh! is something that uh, has been shown to be something that is very near and dear to your heart. So, I wanted to... Make something that I could put a lot of time and attention towards to to give it the amount of treatment that it deserves.
0: Yeah, like I did last week with your one of your favorite Indiana Jones movies. I really <laughs> treated it with respect and care. Exactly.
1: So that's what I'm gonna do. Oh no! You see, Scotty, I'm here to bring you. The Hollywood blockbuster Yu-Gi-Oh! film adaptation you never knew you wanted. No! In the vein of such beloved live-action, Americanized adaptations of anime properties like Ghost in the Shell. Or Avatar The Last Airbender, which isn't a Japanese anime, but, you know, it makes all these lists, interestingly. Probably, you know, because because of how bad it is and how fucked up the casting is. So, you know, fair. And Dragon Ball Evolution! And Death Note! Also, as a fun aside... I never watched the live-action uh, Netflix Death Note. Uh, While well, I did know that, like, they did cast a white boy as Light Yagami, I was not aware that they changed his name, as they would obviously have to, to Light Turner. <laughs> and that is fucking hilarious.
0: I mean, they did at least get Willem Dafoe, which, like, if you're gonna cast that creepy demon boy, you get Willem for that.
1: <laughs> now... This movie would, of course, uh, cover a truncated version of the Duelist Kingdom arc, because that's the one that everyone knows. And how, how do I know that? Well, because it's the only one that I know. Yeah. Uh, now, conveniently, most of the supporting cast, as we've talked about, they already have con- you know nice Americanized uh, names. That work has been done for us. We have Taya Gardner, Tristan Taylor, Joey Wheeler, just a bunch of average, red-blooded American teenagers. Bandit to be- Keith! <laughs> To be played by whatever 27-year-olds are currently playing teenagers on, like, Riverdale or 13 Reasons Why or some shit.
0: How did we get through all of this without bringing up the Hercule of (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! Bandit
1: Keith.
2: Bandit Keith, (laughs) I'm an American. He's American.
0: Well, we're all American, really,
1: Keith. No, I'm more American. I'm the most American. Don't you fucking derail me again, goddammit. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Taya, Tristan, and Joey are racially diverse in a market tested way, by which I mean that all of them are white, except Tristan, who's black. But whatever. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Tristan would be the one.
1: They're side characters. We don't care about them. We know who we're here for our protagonist and our anti hero. First, the anti hero, rich snob and bully turned reluctant ally, the young heir to Kaiba Corp. 18 year old Steve Kaiba played by charlie heaton you animal you (laughs) mad lad Uh, i have a i have a line here that says pause for scotty to google who charlie heaton is oh no
0: i'm familiar (laughs) with the name but yes you are correct i need to google charlie heaton oh not this fucker (laughs) how dare you How fun I am I think I may be actually mad. I may be actually upset at this.
1: Now see what's great though is it's it's his IMDB picture specifically.
0: Is it the one where he looks? Oh wait. Oh yeah, with that one I could see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you meant the one that comes up on Google where he looks 50 years older (laughs) than he actually is.
1: No, no, it's the IMDb profile pic, Uh, but also it was picked specifically to make you angry. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Steve only cares about crushing his enemies and securing a future for him and his younger brother, Michael Kaiba. (laughs) Michael Kaiba! (laughs) That's barely trying. That is barely trying. But what about our hero? That's right, young high school nerd and card game enthusiast, Yugi Morris.
0: Yugi (laughs) Morris! Oh, like he's on fucking Saved by the Bell, baby, absolutely.
1: Now, I had a pretty big decision to make when it came to Yugi, because as we've discussed, Yami Yugi, the spirit of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh, is just Yugi, but tall, and with a big man voice. So do I cast an entirely different actor for him to, like, transform into when Yami takes over and it's time to duel, or do I cast a big, tall, beefy dude and then make a hilariously half-hearted attempt to make him look like a shrimpy nerdlet that could <laughs> no. convincingly pass as team boy, or at least, you know, in the same way as the other 20 something is, you know, passes teens.
0: Yeah, you do that thing where you strap shoes to their knees and they just get down on their knees and hobble around.
1: (laughs) Now, while the idea of making, like, a muscular, deep voice dude walk around hunched over trying to do a squeaky voice is absolutely hilarious, the coward's way out, which is exactly what a major Hollywood film studio would do, is to have it so that Yugi never literally transforms... Ugh. Uh, We just see, like, Yami superimposed over him or something when he duels.
0: God, that and, sucks. Uh, this sucks so hard.
1: And since he's the spirit of a pharaoh, the studio would be like, hey, look how woke we are, guys. We're not going to cast a white guy to play an ancient pharaoh. That'd be racist. We're going to cast, cast a real
0: Egyptian, Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> 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 We're going to cast a brown dude. But not, like, an actual Middle Eastern actor. A safe brown dude. A brown dude who gets cast as literally whatever ethnicity we want him to be. In fact, he's already played an Egyptian character before. No. And Sabanur.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: you might remember him better as Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse.
0: Okay, I'm not it, It's as... Oscar Isaac. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I, it's not as bad as where. Luckily, my mind is worse than anything you can say. More than likely, because Will Smith was my first option.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: hey, I'm an I'm a
0: Pharaoh, yo, and I'm here to say we're gonna play dual monsters in a major
1: way. I briefly entertained that. <laughs> <laughs> so Yami Yugi's gonna be played by Oscar Isaac. It's gonna be a fucking train wreck. Um, and I, I didn't even mention this yet. He's never going to be called Yami Yugi just the pharaoh
0: of course a fucking course
1: also he's like an annoying ghost that hangs around yugi all the time not just when they're playing duel monsters and he's he's very grouchy that yugi <sighs> solved the millennium puzzle and is trapped you know his spirit is trapped in yugi's body and so he's sassy about it will they ever learn to work together in time <laughs> God, to stop you. steve kaiba defeat pegasus save grandpa and save the day I,
0: I think I hate you now. I think I hate you now. So wait, who's Yugi? Oh who's- yeah, I was
1: supposed to say shit. I didn't even say who's playing Yugi Morris, did I?
0: Oh no,
1: it's Tom Holland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I no. I I love this because now mentally I'm picturing Tom Holland but with Yugi's hairstyle. So it's
1: just this massive fucking shit of hair on top of his head. Nah, they just gave him frosted tips. Of
0: course they would. Of course they fucking would. And then, like, maybe... How about, like, you know how, like, douchebags wear baseball caps on the back of their head where it just kind of, like, pops up and you can see underneath the brim? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got, like, a purple-brimmed snapback, so that's all you can really see from it. That's
1: very good, yes. Oh, also, as a, quote, nod to the roots of the series, Yugi's grandpa will be played by a Japanese actor, um, probably Ken Watanabe, who, of course, looks absolutely nothing like Yugi's grandpa, but is generally the only major Japanese actor Hollywood ever seems to be able to conveniently locate Where's Jackie Chan? Let's hit Jackie <laughs> we'll Chan. you will use it to imply that Yugi himself has at least some kind of Japanese heritage, despite being played by an actor who has absolutely none. <laughs> Finally, our big bad yes. Maximilian Pegasus.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Uncomfortably queer-coded villain, which the movie is absolutely going to lean into. <laughs> um, I, And then, yeah, I found out midway through writing this that he's supposed to be fucking 24 years old and i'm like i don't know what to do with that hollywood's either even gonna make him like a a sexy young wonder kid businessman or ignore canon and go for weird old pervert and i'm not sure which is more likely and then i thought about it really hard and i'm like wait they can have their cake and eat it too they can do both this is going to be the only good casting in the whole movie maximilian pegasus is going to be played by robert pattinson (laughs) yes yes
2: (laughs) absolutely
0: the only other one i could think of was john mulaney if we're going down the real bad casting route
1: but he would never be in a cat like cast of the villain role in a yeah yeah i was
0: just going off the seems gay but ain't john mulaney (laughs)
1: And yeah, you know, he's got the, he's got the millennium eye. It's just definitely a thing. Pharaoh points it out, you know, he uses it to cheat and stuff. It doesn't really mean anything beyond that in the context of this trash movie, but it's definitely there so people can go, hey, look, it's there. Yeah. Duel Monsters as a game will mostly work the same way as it did in the show where, you know, um, the game comes to life with holograms or whatever. And, um, the game hurts you in real life. Uh, the rules don't really matter. No one cares. Why is the pharaoh good at this children's card game? I don't fucking know, man. I don't even know why he was in the anime. Who gives a shit? Because
0: Uh, it was an Egyptian game that was resurrected
1: by Kyla. Also, um, the pharaoh teaches Yugi to be more confident and, like, ask out on a date or some shit. (laughs) There's definitely, like, a duelist kingdom prom. Like, some big (laughs) dance that they all have to get fancy dressed up for in the middle of the whole tournament because of reasons like grandpa's still definitely trapped in like a TV (laughs) or whatever. But nah, we got to go to the dance in the middle first. Uh, Pharaoh's got to teach Yugi how to be confident and ask out a girl.
0: What's bad is I know you're saying that like, this is the Hollywood version. There is an episode of the anime where Yami has to teach Yugi how to be courageous and ask
1: out Teya on a dance. Holy shit, though, no, that was definitely something I just made up. Yeah, Fuck. no,
0: that's legit. That's a thing that happens.
1: Damn it. Also, Exodia like, becomes a metaphor about like friendship or family or something. You-, you need all the pieces for it to work. They gotta all come together, or it's that's, useless.
0: That's kind of what it was in the anime, a little bit, because like the Exodia doesn't exist, and it's not until the end where... Yugi has to learn about the power of friendship and working together to finally defeat Maximilian because he has to, because the Millennium Eye allows him to see the thoughts. I'm doing it again. Allows him to see the, allows him to see the thoughts of Yami yugi has to swap out and when yugi swaps out and takes control he doesn't know what's going on so it's kind of like when uh Sorted food does that thing where one of them starts cooking a meal and then the other one comes in <laughs> and has to figure out what the hell's going on except it's yum it's yugi and a very old pharaoh
1: and they just keep swapping the fuck out also Pharaoh and Yugi have to get into some kind of fight before the big, the the big duel about something absolutely fucking meaningless, and Yugi's like, you're you're not my real dad, Pharaoh. I don't need you to win this duel. But then, you know, like, he does, or he thinks he does, and he's like, Pharaoh, I was wrong. You gotta help me. And then that shitty, like, semi-transparent, superimposed Oscar Isaac shows up over him and is like, no, you don't need me, Yugi. The power's inside you. You just need... The heart of the car. Yep, yep, there it is. There (laughs) it is. And then, like, you know, there's, of course, the whole plot about the Big Five and shit. That that gets cut, you know? We only got one movie to work with. And Pegasus can still have, like, tragic motivations. But he kidnapped Yugi's grandpa and stuff, so, you know, fuck him. And, you know, there has to be some stuff about, like, the Millennium items. But it's got to be really oblique and just mentioned at the end. Because, obviously, it's setting up a sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's like when, uh, I, I think it was Hulk... Was it Hulk or Thor where at the end they discover Captain America's shield just like out somewhere to set up Cap Except instead they discover the Millennium items like out in the desert for no apparent reason. And that's Yu-Gi-Oh,
1: the movie.
0: You did it. I did. <laughs> you did it. You did. made the worst shit of all time.
1: I did it for you, Scotty. <laughs>
0: You dooed in a box and gave it to me for my birthday, is what you just did? You're like, there you go, happy Christmas.
1: <laughs> is it not the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie you always wanted? No, but it is the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie they would
0: make, and that's what makes me so upset about this. I don't know if they'd get Holland. I think Holland's too big of a star right now, but I don't know... Chi- we don't know children on this show, infamously, and yeah do. just using tom holland is the ultimate fuck you of i don't know here take this
1: they made him play a 16 year old in the devil all the time which came out last year
0: was that the film that was the film that
1: was filmed here yes like, that it- was the one that was filmed by you yeah i personally
0: filmed it no no, no. it was uh it was filmed here in aniston like uh yeah, well, yeah when I say
1: by you, I mean by your location. Oh, I
0: thought you meant I personally had that ding-dang camera.
1: The one that was filmed near near you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right by me. But uh, until next week, we fixed Yu-Gi-Oh! And broke it. We somehow <laughs> did both this week. But next week, we're going to need to call in big guns. Because also, I kind of want to start doing guest spots once a month. And we're going to be joined... By Tyler Mann of Ride Rehab, a show that is essentially fan fiction, but for theme park rides, which is right up my alley. And since Tyler loves Disney, I love Disney, I don't know your emotions concerning that big, big ding-dang ding mouse and him taking over all these corporate companies, but we are going to discuss the greatest thing Disney has put out in a very long time. And Oh, here come the Karibo Chorus to help me introduce it.
1: We're doing Gravity Falls! Which okay, we- well, mean my, my feeling, uh, I was gonna say, my feelings on the terrifying mouse, mouse what wears the pants are, are complicated and complex in their nature. My feelings on Gravity fucking falls are... <laughs> Pretty damn simple, which is it's 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 the best. It's it's the best thing, the, the greatest of things.
0: Yeah, it's another revisitation from season zero. We did do an episode in season zero, but that was before I saw the second season of Gravity Falls and cried my fucking eyes out. So now I can give my full full review on it next week. But until then, where could people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, they can find me. At oh no, lit class! This podcast about people coming and banging on my wall from the other side of my apartment—it's it, very scary, and I don't know what it means. It's exodia. It makes yeah, it makes me very nervous. Um, it's a podcast about old books and ding dong jokes. Um, it's a good. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's like Sparknotes. If Sparknotes was your friend and they came up and threw their arm around you and said, how about them fucking books, yo? And you went, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about them fucking books? And I said, com or wherever wherever podcasts happen. They might be happening right now on the other side of my wall in this other apartment. That would explain some things. Exodia! Obliterate! Move! Quickly! Get out of there! Get out of there! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um... And if you want to find me, if you want to find me and, and tell me that it's time to, oh no, oh god, I'm stuck this way forever now. Duel. Uh, you could do that by going to at meg underscore, d d danger
0: uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Scottie Mo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. I know it spells out Scotty Emo. My name's spelled weird. Anyways, and find all the other shows, including the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. At a load of pure BS.com. I just did the most Buckwild Sammy Magic episode recently because I had to start by talking about fun goofs on the wizard football field and quickly transition into how do our heroes react to one of them being called a very offensive slur. Oh, that was a fun whiplash for me to deal with. You're the one making the, the story. Not really, because I do still have to kind of agree with what that horrible turf did. I do have to kind of, like, be like, okay, well, yeah, I guess we should explore <laughs> the importance of this horrible racist thing that was said against old Harmony Smarts.
1: My nerd fucking brother made the music for this show. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: fucking loser that nerd. <laughs> Probably somewhere listening to the Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: soundtrack. <laughs> Probably. Probably playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and not having sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to music that he made that doesn't sound like Yu-Gi-Oh! music at SoundCloud.com slash best hyphen day or by searching up Best Day on Spotify or Apple Music. <laughs> and
0: support us on Patreon.com slash loadofbs. We recently retooled the Patreon To have multiple tiers, now we've got a two dollar tier, five dollar tier, ten dollar tier, and I believe at the five, it's either two or five. You'll see it on the website. You get early access to Fun Fiction. We record these way in advance, but as soon as I get them edited, they're up for you on Patreon.com/slash a load of BS, and you get unedited episodes of Sammy Magic. So that includes all the times that I swear, laugh, and basically stare in awe at this bullshit that i've created and you can get all of that at patreon.com slash a load of bs and pick up your fun fiction merchandise at com. and as always tell somebody to listen to this show you guys are what keep us going. We go entirely through word of mouth. We don't advertise because we can't fucking afford to. So uh, you guys are our advertisers. And every single time you tell someone to listen, it it, it means the world to us. This got weirdly sincere.
1: Ew. Feelings. Ew. Feel- Ew. Play us off, Karibo Chorus!
2: <laughs> <laughs> <got> very aggressive!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when fucking Bakura becomes Yami Bakura!
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're Yami Kareepos! Hey, we love you guys! You mean the world to us! Here, help us spread the show! Ew! Gross! Ew! No, not a real feeling! Let's just screech into the microphone! <laughs>
2: Hahaha, <laughs> 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 shit.